Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Martin. Through this podcast, we provide interactive audio lessons for learning practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is intermediate, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Hola. Well, it's that time of year when viruses are in the air and we're seeing more colds and flu. So today we are going to practice how to express the following in Spanish. Getting a viral illness, passing a viral illness to someone else, a positive test result, and being contagious. And you may find this is trickier than you thought. I know I did. Therefore, I consulted with my amazing Spanish teachers, Gloria Becerril from Mexico and Elizabeth Cortez from Guatemala. They reviewed all the phrases we will cover today, and you will hear the voice of Elisa in this lesson. ¿Listos? Empecemos. First, how do you think you would say RSV in Spanish? And note, I don't think many Spanish speakers will know this term, but as it's circulating, they'll learn it. Respiratory syncytial virus. So how would you say that in Spanish? Respiratory syncytial virus. El virus respiratorio syncytial. El virus respiratorio syncytial. And the next two are much easier. COVID. El COVID. El COVID. Influenza. La influenza. La influenza. And you will also hear the term la gripe or la gripa to refer to the flu or just a bad cold. And speaking of colds, do you know how to say a cold in Spanish? Un resfriado. Un resfriado. Now let's practice expressing to get a viral illness, such as the flu, COVID, or RSV, using the verbs dar, pegar, y contagiar. Using the verb dar, how would you say, I got the flu? Me dio influenza. Me dio influenza. So this is an example of using dar as a reverse construction verb to express getting a symptom or illness. I got the flu. Me dio influenza. I'll leave a link in the show notes to the episode where we cover this use of dar. Now using the verb dar again and gripa, how would you say, I got the flu? Me dio gripa. 
me dio gripa. And in Mexico, you'll hear the word pegar used in the same way. Using pegar and influenza, how would you say, I got the flu? Me pegó la influenza. Me pegó la influenza. You'll notice this time she said la influenza. Me pegó la influenza. Whereas when she used dar, she said me dio influenza without the definite article la. And Gloria, our expert in Spanish from Mexico, could not explain why it was more common to use la before influenza in the case of using pegar but not dar. Don't sweat it. People will understand you whether you use the definite article or not. Now using gripe and contagiarse de, how would you say, I got the flu? Me contagié de gripe. So here we're using a reflexive verb, contagiarse, me contagié, followed by the preposition de. Me contagié de gripe. And now using influenza, I got the flu. Me contagié de influenza. Me contagié de influenza. Now, for you advanced speakers out there, here's a challenge. Using pegar, how would you say, my poor little daughter got the respiratory syncytial virus at daycare? A la pobrecita de mi hija le pegó el virus respiratorio sin sitial en la guardería. So how did she say, my poor little daughter? La pobrecita de mi hija. And the virus sticks to, or le pega a su hija, so she begins the sentence, A la pobrecita de mi hija le pegó. And how do you say daycare? La guardería. And finally, how do you say RSV or respiratory syncytial virus? El virus respiratorio syncytial. Interprétalo otra vez. My poor little daughter got the respiratory syncytial virus at daycare. A la pobrecita de mi hija le pegó el virus respiratorio syncytial en la guardería. Okay, let's try another challenge. Using contagiarse de, they admitted my grandmother because she got COVID.
Internaron a mi abuela porque se contagió de COVID. So here we use the verb internar to say to admit, as in to admit to the hospital. Internaron a mi abuela porque se contagió de COVID. Now let's practice using the verbs pegar y contagiar to express transmitting a virus from one person to another. Surprisingly, Spanish speakers do not usually use the verb dar to express transmitting a virus. Dar can be used to say you caught a virus, medio gripe, but not that you transmitted a virus. Using pegar, how would you say, my brother gave me influenza? Mi hermano me pegó la influenza. Mi hermano me pegó la influenza. And now, using contagiar, how would you say, My brother gave COVID to my grandmother. Mi hermano le contagió el COVID a mi abuela. Mi hermano le contagió el COVID a mi abuela. And surprisingly, you can also say le contagió de COVID. Mi hermano le contagió de COVID a mi abuela. Mi hermano le contagió de COVID a mi abuela. Now let's practice expressing test results. How do you think you would say, I tested positive for influenza? I personally would say, di positivo por influenza. Now, the di positivo is universal. Everyone will say di positivo to say I tested positive. It's like saying I gave a positive result. Di positivo. Di un resultado positivo. And this positivo is always masculine because it refers to a resultado. The preposition in the second part varies. Some people use por, like I did, di positivo por influenza. Others will use the preposition para and say, Dipositivo para influenza. Or, Dipositivo en influenza. Or, Dipositivo de influenza. And finally, you will also hear, Dipositivo a la influenza. And if what follows a is masculine, you would say al. Por ejemplo, dipositivo al COVID. So pick your favorite preposition and use that one. Your patients should understand you no matter which preposition you use. And finally, how do you think you would say to be contagious? 
Ser contagioso. Or ser contagiosa. Or ser contagiose. That's right. Even though it's a temporary state, we use the verb ser to express being contagious. So how would a woman say, I am still contagious? Todavía soy contagiosa. Todavía soy contagiosa. And using the verb seguir, how would you say, I don't think you are still contagious? No creo que siga siendo contagiosa. No creo que siga siendo contagiosa. And that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you found it useful. Please see your show notes for links to our free lessons covering COVID and the flu. And reinforce what you learned today by taking the quiz and getting a discount on your membership. This link updates each time we publish a new lesson. So click it now to take the quiz for this lesson. Finally, mil gracias a Gloria y Elizabeth for their help on this lesson. If you would like to take online Spanish classes with Elizabeth or Gloria, see the link in your show notes. If you're not a member yet and you'd like to learn more with us, support the podcast and become a member at docmolly.com. Hasta pronto! This is a production of docmolly.com, where we learn practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.